What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode one of season two of the Against the Current podcast. My name is Rudy Garcia, and I'm excited we're back, and I'm more excited about who we're talking to today. This is one of my best friends, one of the people that in my life that I thank the Lord so much that he um, brought into my life. Um, I've known this man for years. Um, he is a man of God. He is creative. He's an utter goofball. And he is a lover of life. Enjoy this episode with Sean Oliveira. Hello, hello. Yo, can you hear me? Now I can. Yes, sir. Praise him. Yes. Bro, why you hung up on me? Right, it wasn't me. Yeah, but well. Lies. Lies. Lies of the devil. Yeah. Everything good though, bro? Chilling, man. How you been? Ah, good, man. Actually at uh, Home Depot now, man. Getting ready to uh, put in work today. Today's going to be a long day and night. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. We're building up the studio today, man. So Nice. So before we get into it, hold on. Let me do a quick intro. Um, Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Against the Current Podcast. My name is Rudy Garcia. Um... And we're back. This is the first episode of season two. We're so excited. And we're just going to jump right into it real quick. I have with me one of my close friends. I love this man um, so much. He's a, he's more of a brother to me. Uh, DJed my wedding, but that was just my excuse to be able to invite him so that my wife couldn't say, no, there's no space. Because I really <laughs> needed him in my wedding. We have Sean Oliveira. What's up? Yes. Yeah. Oh man. All is well. Yeah, bro. What happened? You did it like that. Like, ah, Sean is amazing. Like that Moana stuff. That's what you needed for my intro, bro. But it's okay. We'll work on it for next time. You you already did it though, so it's all good. <laughs> what up, Jigglypuff? How you living, bro? Chilling, man. Everything cool. Just living. I actually just like I'm putting my book out, about to be uh published and released and stuff and just take, doing doing things little by little. How you doing? Congrats. Well, first thing, congrats. I hope I get my signed copy very soon. And, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, twelve bucks. Um, <laughs> it's in the mail. I'm kidding. I got. You. <laughs> but no, everything is good on my end, bro. Got a got a lot going on, man. A lot going on all at one time, and it just seems like God kind of threw it all at once. So I'm just mm. kind of trying to take it all in at once. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so we're gonna the, the structure of the podcast. We talk about four different things: um, creativity, health and fitness, current events, and scripture. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how structured it's gonna be because most of these conversations is just gonna be with friends because this isn't gonna be an interview. We're just gonna talk and have a conversation, and I'm right. gonna loosely just think back about those four things and bring up topics. Uh, so Ooh. we might talk about all four, we might not, but we're for, what we're for sure going to talk about is creativity because we're both musicians. So, yes, um, sir. You are actually—I've known you for years now. Um, yes, sir. And to see you like starting up your own—it's a studio, but is it a record label too? Like, are you guys doing like studio record label type stuff, or is it just a studio? Okay, well, talk, for talk, now, talk, talk about Project Elevate. 
right right so basically project elevate studios is a place that provides almost everything a record label does you just aren't under contract we're not you know we're not a record label but we can almost do everything that a record label does so when it comes to distribution when it comes to publishing when it comes to copyright when it comes to recording when it comes to mixing and mastering we provide almost everything that a record label does we just don't i guess you could say we just don't like financially back you because that's what a record label does like they put up the upfront money and they expect to get it on the back end because they want you know uh, most of your royalties and stuff like that <laughs> so we don't really take anything from you know the royalties or anything like that we just charge for recording time and we got all different type of packages when it comes to branding and all that stuff so it, it just depends on the package you get how deep you want to get involved and then um but I will say that a record label is a foreseeable future okay. because I've actually thought of being, you know, quote unquote, like a Lecrae, who is an artist, also CEO of a record label. So I'm I'm looking into that. It's very involving and very uh, financial financial investment is pretty big because you basically have to either invest in yourself or invest in another artist right. in order to make them pop because you know an artist won't get known unless they have a financial backing so you got to have the right avenues the right money um but it's it's in the foreseeable future because it's something i, I want to get into myself yes right. nice so when you explain where you guys are now it's, it's um kind of like so i'm i'm really i'm um publishing my book through Amazon through their through their Kindle um, direct publishing so right I'm it's self-published is my book all wrote like all royalties are mine um, the the property is mine you know what I mean um, right but they offer me a platform to um, sell the book they print the book um, they provide it as an ebook they have um, packages and things to promote it inside of uh, Amazon and stuff like that um, right so it kind of but it's mine I, I'm just using their platform to do these things um, right or like other companies that exist that do the same thing you pay them for a package and there are some other companies are actually more extensive well the, where they'll actually uh, create a website for you as an author they'll give you a, a social marketing plan like they'll it's more extensive than Amazon um, right exactly it is a, it is a little more expensive but because of it's the services they're getting you pay for their services the only reason i didn't go with them is because i personally couldn't afford it but there's nothing wrong with the prices they were charging because you pay for the service they're given um exactly so it i i really i i um i relation it to that as opposed to what a traditional publisher does where they'll give you an advance you write the book you sell the book and the and the first sales of the book is to make up their advance that they paid you and then the exactly. royalties become yours yes after that yep so so it, i really it, it's similar to that what you're saying where you got well project elevate is um is right now right exactly yeah we we've done that with an artist before i believe only one to this to this date that we've kind of upfronted you know the beginning cost and then you know we'll we'll sort of get it you know from the royalties and stuff on the back end but that's that's very rare and far between because we're not that that's not i don't think that's what project elevate is really going to be about because it's not technically a record label right that's um, what i'm saying like like yeah. um a, a traditional book publisher does it like that 
But these companies, for example, Amazon, the way they get paid is they they take a percentage off every book sale. So it's not on the back end. They take a percentage off every book sale to pay for printing and stuff like that. Uh, This other company, you upfront pay for the services and and then they give you the services. Like a traditional publisher will give you money first. You get under contract with them and then they'll see their money on the back end. Exactly. Yes, sir. So you you're more of the it's an independent it's an independent art, artist. They're not under contract with you. You're just providing these services that a record label would provide, but um, everything is right. Yes, sir. Contract. That's dope, man. How did, how did it start? Like like I'm because I've never actually heard the story. Where did it come from? Like who had the idea? Because I know it's you and Julian. Um, right another person another guy that i love to death um how did you guys come up with that well i mean it it all pretty much started because i used to have a recording studio in my house Mm. so i i bought all the equipment i did everything that i had to do to to get you know decent sound out of my efficiency that i was living in and it, it just it grew from there because i had to, i couldn't afford studio time but i was i just took a, i had a small sort of blatch of money that just came in so i was like yo instead of using this on studio time and the studio owning my masters and all that stuff there's a lot of stuff that goes into the music industry but basically i own all my own material yeah. and i own my own equipment so i did all that i had my own recording studio and julian just came in as like my engineer just like he, he was more my producer at that time yeah. and then he was learning how to engineer uh so but then after that i was like yo this recording thing ain't for me like i tried to actually open it up as a recording studio and it just wasn't the fit for me but he just took the vision and ran with it so he came up with project elevate studios and then now it's actually me him and enzo we're pretty much three-way partners on this endeavor nice i had seen enzo but i didn't know he was he was partnered up on it too yes sir yeah he wasn't really in the beginning he was more of like a silent partner more of like a promo and marketing and trying to be like a and r kind of um But now he's, yeah, now he's an official partner. Like we've all, we've all come together, the three of us. That's dope, man. The three musketeers. That's yes, sir. I hate, yes, sir. And, and every time I see you and we get to hang out, I say the same thing, bro. I hate, I hate that like life has led us into a, into a place where we're friends, but we just haven't been able to like, like me link up as much, link up as much and work with you guys and stuff because. I've spoken on the podcast. I'm not, I don't just write books. I'm a musician too. And I write music. Uh, Uh But it's just been, it's been interesting. And, and I mean, God's sovereign and he plans everything and he knows what he's doing, but it's, it's, it sucks that we haven't been able to, that we haven't been able to link up as much in that sense. Cause man, I love hanging out with all three of you guys. No, it's amazing, bro. And this, you know, you don't click necessarily with everybody, but I feel I feel that way about you and Angel. Yeah. Both of you guys, I feel like, yo, like I wish you guys, I wish we were more involved in each other's lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, life just, you know, unfortunately has le- led us astray. And I mean, who knows? Who knows what happens down the line? We'll sit there and 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 do something. But at least for now, if you a married man, I'm a I'm a I'm practically a married man. So you know, it just it, it happens, man. Listen, all I all I all I need is for you to like uh, uh you know in Spanish we would say ponete las pila or um put in your batteries and get the ring already and oh that's it. it get it done 
No, that's it. That's all that's missing. It's just, bro, COVID messed everything up. I was supposed to propose like two months ago, but I don't know how I feel about proposing during COVID. And do I got to wear a mask at the same time I give her the ring? I don't know the regulations anymore. So I'm straight. Like, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Bro, how listen, 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 listen. <laughs> COVID is a lie. And, uh, <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. It's going to be one of those type of combos. Uh oh. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it can be if you want it to be, but I'm not. The combo can go wherever it wants to go. Um, actually, what I was going to ask you next, um, because I haven't even heard the full story. Um, we're Christian. This podcast, it's open. This is an open, open Christian podcast. I'm Christian. You're Christian. Right. What's your testimony? Like, have you, did you grow up Christian or like, did you become Christian later on down the road? Ah, okay. Yeah, for real. I don't think we've ever talked about that. So... Yeah. Um, basically, no, I wasn't really raised Christian. Um, I believe the first time that any sort of, you know, godliness came into my life was around middle school when I was, uh, I went into a Catholic school, like it was a Catholic, you know, private school. Mm -hmm. So I went into that school. Um, and again, like I had a bunch of questions, things like I got in trouble a lot in that school, actually more than in public school. Um, so whatever. So, but I was baptized Catholic the whole nine. And as I grew up and I just, um, I started to question everything. I was like, yo, this ain't right. Like God makes sense, but this doesn't. Um, so I would sit there and, and long story short, I went out with a girl and her mother told me um yo if you want to date my daughter you got to go to church so i was like all right it is what it is like you know i'll go to church i'll do the thing you know i'll sit in a row and then you know we get to make out after service or whatever you know what i'm saying like I, that that was my mindset yeah and then the the more i went bro i really started to fall in love with who god was man and um even though the church that i was presented to jesus was like um a very emotional spanish church which yeah. i don't i don't necessarily agree with um but spanish people were emotional so that's a whole nother topic but um <laughs> i i just don't believe in the making god emotional but yeah, yeah. um but yeah so i i that's where i got saved but then i just i grew and i didn't confide i didn't i didn't limit myself to just my church's information or anything i actually did research for myself and i had already wrote like i had already read the bible many times uh because catholics i give them that they got a lot of missed doctrines but they are dedicated to reading the word of god like i had a bible study class in school like that's how dedicated these people are so um just like jehovah's witnesses again missed doctrines but they are extremely dedicated like i'm not gonna go out in the hot sun and knock on somebody's door but they will right, um right. so the dedication is is fire but um so i just started doing my own research and then that's when i really started growing because i don't believe you can truly love god until you know him mm. like you you might be fond of him you might be like you know cool with some of the things he's done like oh he made the earth he made me cool beans but you can't really i mean and that's any relationship it's very relational what we have of god and just like my girl i can't love her for real until i know her yeah so yeah. It's, i feel it's the same way with god and then once i started to get to know him like i truly truly just fell in love with him so I, I guess you could say first i had a love for him then i started to fall in love with him yeah the more, um, you, got, you, the more you got to know him yes sir nice. yes sir yeah. so that that's i've actually never heard that um 
your testimony like that. I, I I've heard bits and pieces, but I never I never heard the full one. And it's actually right. um you know, you 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 bring up Catholicism and and you know how they have like, you know, false doctrines and stuff like that. And it's right. it's cool you say that and that's your testimony because all of season one, um, it was me explaining, not necessarily deconstructing false doctrine, but really trying to build up true like jesus-centered christ-centered uh doctrine and gospel and what does it yes, mean sir. and like what does the bible teach and what is the truth of christ and what is the gospel what is the full gospel without taking anything away and without any adding anything in um, yes sir which is um interesting that that's your specific testimony because that's yes sir basically all i did whenever it wow. came to scripture in the first season was was trying wow. to dissect and explain that the gospel of Christ is that he created us in our image and perfect relationship. We sinned. All of humanity has sinned. We're all imperfect. But right. God, since the since the first moment we sinned, God God wanted us to go back into relationship with him. So he created yes, a plan and he and he planned a a way back to to the original uh, relationship we had with him. And the only way to pay for our sins the payment of our sins was death and none right. of us were worthy so he sent himself and he, he he made himself god the word of god made flesh came as jesus christ to die on the cross for our sins the one yep. that didn't deserve it to die for the ones that did um, right and then resurrected so that we can have the way back to relationship with christ um and that is the full gospel and with a hope uh, a hope that Christ will come back for his church and that's the full gospel and I think that um, in popular Christianity we're seeing a gospel that that adds or or takes away from that they they yeah. they do that a lot and um, I just I don't know I, if you have any thoughts on that or yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that we could spend a whole nother podcast on just that. But yeah. um, what I've seen more often than not, because praise God, I'm luck. I'm 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 blessed with the opportunity to travel a lot, and more often than not, in a lot of these churches, it is added onto more than taken away from, mm. because people want to sit there. It, it, it's all about a works based religion. Yeah, and that's not what the Bible talks about at all. That's not what it's about. Not to be reconciled, to maintain your good standing. Of course, works are required because you want to sit there and you're not working towards grace. You're working from grace. That's right, the quote right. that I like. You know, you're you're, you're already be, you've already been saved. You've already been reconciled. So to prove that you do good works, they right. they will the, know us by our fruits. The works, the works. <laughs> are because of grace and salvation not the other way around not to earn it exactly yeah. so but more often than not unfortunately a lot of these churches are you know teaching that and these people feel like if they've sinned they they just fall away from god or they are they are you know totally far away or some churches even believe that as soon as you get saved that's it like you will never sin again and mm -hmm. i don't read that in my bible yeah um so you know there's just a lot of things that there, there's a lot of people it's hard it, it's hard to talk to some people because they would just sit there and base themselves off of one scripture. And that this is whenever I talk to people, what I try to get them to understand is that you have to base the Bible off the entire Bible. Mm -hmm. You can sit there and, and talk about one scripture and you could debunk 
the whole Bible by just one scripture if you just read that one scripture yeah. and you might think oh you know what I'm saying like we, they used to sacrifice things back in the day so if you read that one scripture that you're supposed to sacrifice things unto the Lord unto the on the altar you're going to think that you have to do that for the rest of your life exactly. but then you come to understand through the totality of scripture that Jesus was the last sacrifice mm. and so there's, there's a whole lot of things that people need um there's a word for it but I forgot but basically it's it's comparing scripture to scripture and not just singling out one verse and basing an entire doctrine off of that one verse yeah it's it's reading scripture in in context with for um with the rest of the book you're reading in and the rest of the bible as as a whole um right which which right. A lot oh, of Herman, like, for me hermeneutics like I, that's what it's called sorry hermeneutics you said Her hermeneutics yeah and actually it's funny because angel bought me a book on that yeah and it's letting interpret the bible and right. you know reading it in its totality yes because right. there's there's two ways to study the bible and i forgot the names i forgot the names uh there's two ways to study the bible you you study the bible and you let the bible tell you what it says or right you go read the bible with a preconceived notion and you tell the bible well it's what it says R right so and I right. Think, exactly i think we're we're experiencing a christianity that they, they have a preconceived notion and then they use the Bible to support their preconceived notion instead of studying the Bible and just preaching what it teaches, right? Um, right. And, and a lot of, um, it's either this or this. Um, when, when there's certain topics that the Bible teaches both, for example, for example, I, you know, you know what a Calvinist and, a, and an Arminian is? Right, Calvinism yes, Calvinism and Arminianism? Yeah, the five points. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't believe in universalism that everyone is saved. That's an extreme that I don't believe in. Um, right. But Calvinism and Arminianism, or predestination and free will choice uh, for salvation, I right. wholeheartedly believe. When you read the Bible, it teaches both. It teaches that God is sovereign, and there is predestination, but it also teaches it, choice mm -hmm. and free will. Right. And that right. faith is a choice. So it's it's funny that you talk about that. I actually have an illustration that I came up with myself for that. But go ahead. So and 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 illustrations. We all do illustrations um, to like to like uh, like understand things in our own mind. And my illustration is those those two things are truth. And and for example, you know the 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 bridge in San Francisco, the one with the cables. Right. That's a tension bridge. So the only thing holding that bridge up is the tension between two poles and those cables getting pulled. So right. If we look at the the the, the biblical truth of predestination and the biblical truth of free will and choice, those two things are truth that create a tension bridge that us as Christians are supposed to live in the middle of. We're not supposed to completely understand like one or the other there, there we, we can understand the bible and and god wants us to understand him and i get that but he also says that his ways are higher than ours and his thoughts are higher than ours so it comes to right. a point where we can't try to understand everything about god so right in 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 that conversation i just choose to say both things are true the bible does teach predestination and god is sovereign but the Bible also teaches that there is a sense of free will and choice and faith being a choice. Absolutely. And Absolutely. And I com I completely agree. What was your um what was your illustration? 
so my illustration is like this is what i tell everybody this is how i think about it let's say you come to a fork in the road and you have the choice to go left or right see the thing is sometimes i think we limit god so god knows what we're going to do if we go left and he knows what we're going to do if we go right yeah yo i lost you there but it's okay we're still recording i don't hear you but this is real this is a real recording and this is going to stay in the episode i'm not cutting this off the moment sean comes back we're going to pick it back up from where he left off sean can you hear me i'm not stopping the recording there you Let go me see. wait 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 am i sean. back sean, yeah now you're back okay what about now yeah you're back you're back oh okay yeah that was weird that was really weird it's all good i'm not cutting it out that empty space is going to stay there keep going Okay, so where where did you last hear me? Um, the fork in the road. That God knows what what we're gonna do if we choose left, or and He knows what we're gonna choose do if we choose right. Yeah, so I think I think people limit God. I really believe that people they 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 only think that God knows what we're gonna do if we go left, and then if we go right, they're like, oh, but you know, you chose that God doesn't know. Of course He knows. Right. So it's still our free will which way to go, but He knows what's gonna happen either way. Right. So that coincides both predestination and free will. Right. So, and, and, and that's, um, I was making a point and I forgot it. Um, it's, it's reading the Bible its entirety is what I was trying to say in context of everything. Um, understanding right. that the Bible doesn't contradict itself. Um, it's all, it's true. It doesn't contradict itself. You don't need to understand it all. And, and, and it's okay to not understand it all. If you pray and God gives you the gift to understand it, amazing. And if you don't, then you don't. You still understand that Jesus died on the cross to die for our sins. Well, dude. Um, but yeah, man. I don't know if you want to pick up pick up where we left off, or just or just like. I don't even know where we left off. Bro, we were having a conversation about like gospel and stuff, but it's fine. What I can do is I can just, uh, um, I edited that one a little bit. And then in between, I'll run an ad and then we'll pick it up from now. Um, talking about whatever, you know, Push whatever up. we're going to talk about right now. Actually, I listened to, to um, In the Woods. Is that the name of the song? Yes, sir. Bro, I listened to it um, with Jeannie. We were in the car. We were listening to it, and we looked at we looked at each other, and we said, "Man, if Luke Bryan would have made a song like this, mm. like it would have made not like this. If Luke Bryan would have made this song, um, it'd be like hitting on the radio." Wow, ah, I, that's I, how I good agree, it is. Bro. You know what I mean? Wow, man! Praise God, bro! Everybody, everybody's telling me it's like, bro, because it. To me, it's the guitar solo, bro. Like the guitar solo gets me every time. Mm. I'm just like, yo, this sounds legit. Like it doesn't. It's not your typical CHH song. It's yeah. not. <laughs> you know, it's more like a Nelly with Kane Brown. Mm. Nelly with like, yo, I, I really want it, bro. Like Nelly inspires me a lot. Like that he started getting into the country music scene. Yeah, bro. So dope, man. Yeah, so dope. I, I've been, I've been. I remember when I was in Miami growing up. I would always, people would always ask me, "Hey, man, what's your favorite like uh, style of music or genre or whatever?" 
and I'd say everything except country. Uh, <laughs> right. Like that was my answer every single time. Um, Straight up. But now, I'm like, yo, country's good though. Like, yes. I, I mean, I understand that. Like, there's some there's some country songs that aren't good at all. But like, there's some good country uh, like artists and stuff, dude, and and they're killing it. I, I don't know. I like country. Now, bro, don't tell me I lost you again, dude. Find Wi-Fi. Get connected to Wi-Fi. Oh my gosh! Don't tell, bruh. Yo, get connected to Wi-Fi. I'm gonna do it right now. <laughs> Oh my God! Okay, I love it, bro. I love it. I love it. Are you in the studio or at your house, bro? You're gone again, dude. Something. I love it. I love it. Okay, what about now? You're here. Now you're back. Wow. Wow. Okay, I am connected to Wi-Fi. There you go. <laughs> Christ. Hey, this is staying. This is staying in the episode. It's all good, man. God, God knows what's up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was asking wow. you, are you are you in the studio or at your house? No, I am actually at my house now, so I better have good Wi-Fi. If not, I'm canceling the service like tomorrow. <laughs> yesterday, you're just canceling it yesterday. Go back in time. Wow, dude. So what I was saying, I don't know if you heard, but what I'm. Long story short, I'm actually really liking country now. Um, just specific artists because there's 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 some there like in every genre of music, there's just oh, there's still trash. There's some uh, there's some just artists that are trash. Yeah, yeah, that that's it's every genre. But I actually country has become probably my favorite genre as of right now, like to listen to. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy listening to. Um, I I call it dark country. It pretty. It, I'm pretty sure it has a name, but I call it dark country. So. Artists like Cody Jinks and and Coulter Wall. I don't know if wow. you've heard of them. Yes, um, I love those are my two favorite country artists at the moment: Cody Jinks and Coulter Wall. Wow, and, I haven't heard much by them, but I've heard a little bit. Bro, so good. But um, and then just for because I, I heard you use the acronym, but just for some for people who might not know, C H H. What does that mean? Oh, Christian hip hop. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So just you know, typical, because there there there's pretty much, I wouldn't say there's boundaries, but there's like there's certain things, you know, like CHH has its, I guess limitations if yeah. you want to put it like that. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, not not many people like to go out of the box In, yeah. when it comes to CHH. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that now, man. I like I like what you did with that song. Um, have you been, man, since last time we spoke? What have you been up to? Oh, man, busy, bro. Thank God, bro. Thank God every a lot of things, man. I got who I got three more music videos I need to shoot. Mm. One for me personally. Um He's thinking. He's he's just taking a while to think and, and what he's gotta do. You're gonna have to repeat yourself when you come back. But that's okay. Man, come on, dude. This is crazy. I I, I don't even think it's his fault anymore. 
Come on. This is no longer. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Wow. No, this is no longer my fault anymore. Were you be able, Were you able to hear me? I was able to hear you the whole time. Yeah, I couldn't hear you, Doug. Wow, man. This has to be. It has to be the app. Listen, it is what it is. Let me let me just explain to the people listening. I live two hours away from most of the people that I'm gonna that are gonna be in on, on the episodes this season. Um, right now, the app that I, uh, we're using it um it allows you to. It's basically like a phone call, like a wireless phone call, and it'll record it so you can have guests. Um, mm. But apparently, that software or the way it is, there's there's something up with it. Um, and and that's honestly the only way I'll be able to record with people, unless I, I drive down or they drive up, um, literally every weekend. Hey, well, listen, we are building a mobile studio now, so you might just have to, you know, oh, oh. rent out the studio, and then you know we come to you and record the podcast right in your front yard. You know what I'm saying? That was good, bro. I might need that. For, mm. I might need that just for music that I'm trying to work on. I'm saying. Don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna be in contact. It's almost done. Give us another couple weeks. For sure, for sure. Nice man. But yeah, um, you you said you had some music videos you were working on. <laughs> Just keep talking until I, I can hear you. Keep saying stuff, and then when I hear you, we'll keep it going. Ridiculous. Okay, hold on. There, now it came back. Yeah. Hold on. I'm, wow. I'm doing like a like. I did. You said you had some music videos you're recording, like three of them. I think. So crazy, dude. Yeah, it's wild. See, this, this is why I don't like technology, bro. Yo, technology is way too unreliable. It is. It is. I wish. And especially since you had a studio, bro, what would have been perfect is we if we were able to record the episode like in in Project Elevate. Straight up, like even even like video wise, we could have even done video. Yeah, yeah, that would have oh. been good. man. So you know man. that that just means we got to do a part two, bro. For sure, and it literally, I just got an idea. But again, that that means I'm driving down to Miami. Every time I'm scheduled to record with somebody, or every time I need to, I need to record an episode. I need to be in Miami because what I can do is, I mean, we can talk and we'll talk alpha here, but come up with a plan where, like, I record the podcast in Project Elevate Studios. Like yes, that's sir. that's the studio of Against the Current Podcast until I'm able to do my own thing here in my house. Listen, consider it done. So, we Let's we'll, we'll talk more about it. We'll talk more about it, but. Um, and you're gone again? Are you gone again? I hope not. My no, no, you're there. No, no, you're there. You're there. Oh my God. Thank God. Thank the Lord. But yes, you had three music videos that you were working on. One for you. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I got two in the editing process right now. I got another one I got to shoot. I got a couple more I got to shoot for features. Like, I'll be going to um, Orlando in a couple weeks for another feature. Like, um, a lot of stuff coming up, bro. A lot of good music coming out. So, and do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about uh, your video? What song it is? You can kind of tease it a little bit. Uh okay. Well, I, I'll give a tease of what type of genres I'm dipping into because yeah. I don't want to give away like the features or anything like that. Right, right, right. Um, 
but I am, I got this really dope feature and the genre that's going to come out probably in November. Mm -hmm. I'm dropping a gospel track. Mm, like old school and, like gospel. Oh, it's, and bro, it's kind of new and old school and it just has such a dope feel to it, bro. Like this song, I I, w I wouldn't say it's going to be the one, but I got such a good feeling about this song, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. This, this song is everything to me. Um, I got another one dropping in February that's going to be like sort of an R&B type track. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Kind of a, uh, I got a feature with a dude. He's, he's incredible, incredible man. And he, you know, it's like got a Chris Brown feel to it. Nice. Um, so I'm dropping that on Valentine's Day. Um, I got a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff in the pocket. So there's going to be a lot of new music coming out from sean Oliveira, yeah, i've been bro. i've been in the in the cut just cooking but now i'm ready to release you know release all the stuff, good, yeah. good. I, I actually yes. wanted to ask you um last big announcement i heard from you that you actually not last one but i remember in a couple years now you had signed to some label is that still a thing are you still signed or are you still working with them or something oh no no I, i've to be honest i've never been signed to a You're label signed um, something with somebody well, oh, okay. Well, the only thing I've signed was a management deal. There you go. And that was with uh, Takeover Management. Oh. That's what I had signed. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so that was just like, uh, you know, a mutual agreement and basically, you know, for, for them to like, you know, either get me gigs or handle logistics and all that stuff like that. So that's what I had signed with Takeover Management. Yeah, that was a couple years uh, ago. And you're still working? Is that, that, is that still a thing or did y'all like... Um business no it just kind of mutually parted ways just like um it didn't make sense on both ends um you know they 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 kind of um internally didn't have the people that they kind of needed i think on their end and then on my end bro i've just been blessed to make a lot of contacts bro so um like whenever it comes to a record label or a management deal or anything like that like you know no shots fired or anything like that but they need to provide me more than i can provide me right yeah so, if, you, if you can do it yourself for the most part then yeah you know point. what i'm saying like it was literally like the, the real reason i was using the management uh company was because i had a lot of gigs myself i just didn't want to like deal with the like i kind of wanted to be like okay here they want to book me for this gig you take it from there but there wasn't really much new gigs that they were necessarily providing me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, I just figured I was like, yo, and, and I'm paying a percent of my money that I'm making to the management people. But I was like, look, if, if all I got to do is make a couple phone calls, I want all my money. Yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to pay the percentage anymore for you know yeah, for me getting my own gigs and i'm just letting you handle logistics yeah. like i'll be like no no I, i'll keep my i'll keep all my money and i'll make those phone calls like like for like uh you didn't want to you, you didn't want to give that percentage just for like this uh comfort thing it's it's still work that you could do but right you didn't at, at the time you didn't want to but then you realize you know what i can still do it and because like you said they weren't bringing any new uh gigs. Not much, it was yeah. still stuff that you were bringing in you were just yeah. letting them handle scheduling and stuff like that. Exactly. But then you realize, exactly. you know what? I'm going to just keep doing it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, there, there wasn't nothing that I couldn't do on my own. So I figure why not? Yeah, it'll be worth You know, it. if, it'll if, be if there was ever something that's perfect. No, just basically if there was anything that was perplexing me or something like that or something that was out of my range or skill set. 
then I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. But if there's anything that I can do, then, I just, then I'm just being lazy, real talk. Or at least if they were bringing in new, more gigs, like new gigs and stuff, it would have been right, made exactly. more sense. Yeah. Um, bro, I wanted to ask you about, um, because when it comes to like social media and marketing and stuff, everyone has different philosophies. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you know, you're doing, you're doing pretty good. I think you yourself would say that you still have, you know, a long road ahead and there's still a lot more to do, but you're doing pretty good. Um, you're, like you said, you're staying busy. Thank God. Um, right. But I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to like get your philosophy, I guess, or your perspective on like social media and marketing and what you do, because um, we've known each other for a long time. And then I, I see, and I'd like pay attention to your social media and you don't run it as at least from what i'm seeing you don't run it as like this strict like business like social media thing that it has to um like the, i don't know i see it more as like it's just your personal social media and you're having fun and and you you know post whenever mm-hmm. you have gigs and stuff like that but it isn't like this um like managed, managed strictly business right account. or maybe that is the managed but like you're doing it on purpose so i just like just talk about that a little bit if you have any if not then just say bro it's just my it's just my instagram i'm chilling it is what it is that's basically it bro to be honest i don't i'm not a social media guru (laughs) i'm really not um to be honest i'm not really an advocate for too much social media anyways just because of personal preferences and just um I don't I don't but I, I believe too much of anything is a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. Um so I try not to be on social media that much anyways and uh like you if if you ever saw my social media in the past like right now if you look at my social media it only has three yeah. posts and that's cuz I did like a sweep like I totally like like brought everything out that was there and then I'm just focusing on like my new my new music that's coming out and stuff yeah. but I'm not I, I'm not a social media advocate too much bro like um I even before I never like took a selfie and posted it up you know what I'm yeah. saying like uh that's just not me yeah. it's just not me like I, I want I want people to relate to my music and like me at the same time um but it's not necessary right. for my identity or anything right. like that so um you know and I think like um a lot of those things are like detrimental to people's self-esteem and stuff like that. They'll post up a picture and then if they only get 20, 30 likes, they feel like they're ugly for the day or something like that. Like when social media starts to make you feel some type of way, you should really think about the the, the effect it's having on you, bro. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it, it, it has never played a part in my happiness. It's never played a part in anything uh, in my life. I literally just use it as a platform to promote my new music and stupid stuff that I'm yeah. doing. Like, yeah, yeah. if I'm if if I want to, you know, post a video about me doing the "Don't Leave Me" challenge or something like that, then I might yeah. do that. But that's literally it, bro. Like, I, I try to stay away from the whole artist's um, typical profile because yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's it's it, and especially as a Christian artist, bro. Like, it's it, if it's not about me, it shouldn't look like it's about right. me. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So I, I really try to stray away from things like yeah. that, man. My my favorite thing you've done on your on your Instagram is the uh, is the story series with you and your girl about uh, the, oh my the, uh, the dolls, bro. 
can. Yes. <laughs> there will be more of Bro, those coming very soon. <laughs> I, I literally usually only go into my story to clear it out, and I just skip through things. Bro, I, right. I watched everything, the whole thing. That because it's literally like my nighttime routine with her bro and it's like we crack up at night like we me, me and my girl praise god we have a great relationship but i think our best part of our relationship is yeah. nighttime because we just like crack up man because especially her she gets mad delirious at <laughs> night so she'll just oh my god bro let me tell you about last night speaking of fun things that happen at night this girl and she's right in front of me too but whatever i don't care so <laughs> this girl last night bro starts cracking up in the middle of her sleep bro. bro so it's mad quiet and me i'm watching the walking Yo. dead right so i'm sitting there watching it right and in the middle of like this very serious scene all i hear is her ha, 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 and i'm like yo babe you scared the living poop yo. out of me like you know the walking dead living poop get it anyway but like it was just, it was so bad, bro, because it was like one of those evil laughs in a, like a scary movie, and it was so bad. And she literally laughed for like four minutes, right, straight, and woke up and kept laughing and looking at me. And I'm like, "Are you awake right now? I can't even bro. tell because you've been laughing for four minutes." Like, yo, it was it was so funny last night, dog. Like, bro. our nighttime relationship is bro, the best. Literally, dude, I would have. I would have like gotten up, turned on all the lights, and like grabbed the Bible and said, "Do I need to, re- to like rebuke things right now?" Is an exorcism about to happen, man? I didn't even want to move, oh, man, and I wish I could have recorded it. I wish I could have recorded it, but my phone was charging on like the kitchen, and I was like, "Yo, I don't even have any proof of this, bro." Like, but it bro, was hilarious. Uh, it was freaky, so good, though. real freaky. But um, <laughs> man, I was gonna ask you something about. Uh, oh, okay. So, um, my then the question would be is, it, um, how do you do your your marketing and connecting and like book gigs and like? So, so yeah, man. There, there's just been a lot of artists that I've personally seen, you know, friends and just other people that have fallen off. Um, for 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 lack of encouragement just uh you know they don't see it either from fans or other artists you know coming to their shows and um i'm a big advocate for that i love showing up even when i don't have to and it's um it's been it's actually helped me in the long run just go in there with a cool heart and then it's it's even got me shows and um that that's pretty much locally but then i also have to give a big shout out to um dj mr e Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been bro such a blessing in my life man like he he has all these contacts bro like from because he's been he's been probably djing oh my god i don't even want to say how long but he's been djing a long time yeah. and, and, can, uh, can you drop like his um since the <clears throat> the pod this podcast is small and stuff and um it's not it doesn't have too much big of a reach just drop his like social media and stuff so that um um people can actually like go check them out um if you if you want just to actually like send some people towards him if and to listen to his stuff um if you want or not now because i can't hear you give it a second there you go jesus can you hear me 
Blake, you're gone again. No. Now you're back right. to back. There you go. There you go. You're here. You're here. Ooh, you know what would be funny is if only you can't hear me, but the people could still hear me. That'd be funny. I'm gonna check. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> check when I go to edit. That'll be funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I was saying, <coughs> this the, since the podcast isn't huge and stuff, um, just like drop his uh, his like main social media or something. For sure. So uh, I would say hit him up on Instagram, man. It is DJ MRE Music and DJ Mister E Music, and bro, that's. That's my dude, man, and he can. He's even got some music that's come out recently. He is um and a phenomenal DJ. He can, you know, just DJ any type of event. He says like, you know, weddings, quintes, and funerals, any type of event you got, he will DJ the yeah. event. And um, so the reason I shout him out is because he actually, me and him kind of linked up and we made our own tour. It's called the One Big Party Tour. And it's been nationwide, bro. We've traveled from Cali to New York, like all over the United States, man. And um, praise God, it could even turn into an international tour because we have the UK on the line. We have the Bahamas on the line. And there was somebody else that wanted to book us, too. And we've just got this whole like DJ hype man vibe going on. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I performed some of my songs. He performed some of his songs. And we just, uh, bro, me and him, like, we, like, the the chemistry on stage is unmatched, in my opinion. Like, I've never felt so comfortable with somebody on stage. And then he can tell when I'm off in a certain area and he kind of picks up. And then I can tell when he's not doing something right on, or, and then I'll sit there and say something. And like, we just, but we feed off of each other very well. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I got to give him a shout out, man. Cause he put me, he put me on the national level, like tour wise. Right. So that right. that's my dude, man. I really got to give a shout out to him. That's dope, man. And, and just going back a little bit to, to you going out and um like like supporting other artists and going to the shows and stuff and you were saying yeah. that you weren't doing it to get a gig uh it just happened um and what i've heard people and and uh, and among a lot of things i, I sold cars um for mm. a little bit um but it's the sense of authenticity and like people can pick up on it um mm. like right. i'm pretty sure that if you were going out there just to try to like make connections to get gigs like like this like self-centered like selfish reason and not just genuinely go out there and support like people would have noticed and you probably wouldn't have gotten the gigs um mm. which is such an interesting thing like when it comes to like I, I guess sales which is my experiences if you're just like there speaking to the person and your only issue is to try to make a sale and not help them like they pick up on that and you're That's more than true. likely going to lose it like you have to go into it um kind of without thinking or 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 without trying to push the sale and just trying to help the person in front of you um mm-hmm. and then like it'll just turn around and, and come right back sometimes a lot of times you'd go to the shows and you wouldn't get a gig you wouldn't get a contact or nothing but you were there supporting and, and absolutely and that helps you keep going and keep showing because man three gigs and three um three shows in a row where you don't get any type of co- connection or gig or something if you were going just to get a gig you'd stop showing up but since you were going right. literally just to support people you could just keep going yes sir so and, and i think i just wanted to mention that that um artists and stuff that that are like listening and, and you know that's their strategy to go and make connections and make um uh connections with other artists to try to make gigs 
if you go at it with that selfish like reason to just get gigs people can sniff that off of you man um straight up it, like you gotta go genuinely to support people and make friends um and and make connections Agreed. literally just to help people and they'll help you mm-hmm. now yes sir not 100 percent of the time fully expect no most of the time for you not to get anything back but that's the exactly point, you know you can't go there that that's the whole point if you go there expecting yep. something back it's not genuine and, and they're gonna sniff it on you right right which i like yes, which, which is the first thing i thought of when you when you said that you know that yeah y- your method's got to be right and your and your reason has got to be why which leads me to probably the last question depending on how long it takes to how long it takes you to answer but what For is sure. your why why do you do all of this why do you wake up in the morning and why huh. do you work so hard what's your why huh L- literally at this point in my life now i won't say it's always been this way um but literally at this point in my life i want i have become the type of person that literally wants to do everything for the glory of god and it might sound cliche in a sense or anything like that but i use i use this analogy whenever i go and like you know because sometimes i'm not you know sometimes i get booked even like preach at churches and stuff um but I always use the analogy of like brushing my teeth, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it might sound like such a small trivial thing or whatever, but I believe when the, when the word says to do all things unto God, it means literally all things. So I'll give the analogy of brushing my teeth and I'll be like, yo, like I'm so thankful for these teeth that God has given me. And then I've just, man, like I always try to compare my struggle to what real struggle is (laughs) Um, because I don't think, Americans know anything about real struggle. I'll be honest. Like, mm. you know, th- just because we couldn't get our Starbucks coffee or just because we there's traffic, um, you know, we we have a car to even complain about traffic. We, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it, 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 it's, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't understand what real struggle is. There, we have no idea what a third world country looks like yeah. until we go on a missions trip or something like that. Um, yeah. But we don't live that life. You know, we go over there, we cry a little bit, we kind of feel bad for them, and then we go back to our normality. We right. go back to what we're used to. Um, so literally, man, I've just, I've become so humbled in my life to how infinite God is and how minute I am yeah, yeah, yeah. and and uh, just, just everything, man. And I, I literally want to do everything just to point back at him so that's why and that's the reason i have no problem with being called a chh artist right there's a lot of people that you know they don't want to be put in that box but that's just because all their music doesn't point back to god in a sense Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. like that's just my point of view it's not always like that but i feel like a lot of the artists that don't want to be put in that it's because they don't want all their music to straight up point back to God like they're just they're in they're an artist and it's cool you know what I'm saying and their convictions are there but they just don't want their art to totally reflect that they want to be able to cross over and Mm. I'm cool with not crossing over you know like but if one of my gospel or Christian songs happens to cross over it's cool but I'm still gonna stay in the pocket like I'm still gonna stay because I want all my music because if I'm not pointing back to God, what's the reason? Like, why everything, you know, everything else is vanity in a sense. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's just a lot, man. It's a lot. But at the end of the day, I truly want 
my life, my music, the way I talk, the way I walk. I want everything to point back to God and them just to be like, yo, this is different. Why? Why? You know, so that's my why. I, I That's my why is I want other people to ask, why is he like this? <laughs> you know, so that's that's pretty much in a nutshell, you know, why I do what I do, man. I've, I've fallen in love with who Jesus is and I can't. I can't do anything else but give him everything that I have. Nice. Nice, man. Nice. Hey, um, I, I, I do remember one thing from our many uh, uh, moments together and just like hanging out and back from like, I don't know if you remember Ride Crew. Ooh, heck yeah. That's, that's, Shout out to Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's back in the day. But um, I do remember yes. that. that um the Lord has given you the gift of intercession and prayer. Um, yes, sir. And I like ending the episodes um, with a prayer or like an exposition of the gospel. So nice. Um, I'm going to let you, if you don't mind, go ahead close this. Absolutely. Close the episode in prayer. And yes, sir. Um, you don't have to give like the full theological explanation of the gospel, but right um i would like a call to action of the i I do like to spread the gospel and and say the gospel at the end of every episode uh give an opportunity for someone um that doesn't know christ to get to know christ and to accept him as lord and savior so um i'm gonna go ahead and let you do that because i know the lord has given you that gift of intercession and prayer thank you bro um so first thing to to whoever is listening to this podcast um i really hope that you understand that if you're not walking with the lord um it's okay because god can touch you and be with you right where you're at and i i i was talking with a friend earlier today and we were we were talking about that if if like let's say Let's say God isn't real and he he just happens to be this mythical character or whatever, right? And you've put your trust in him your whole life. You did what you were supposed to do. You were a good and faithful servant. What did you lose in the long run? You know what I'm saying? What was the thing? What what did you lose? You li- you led a good life. You tried not to lie, you tried not to cheat, you tried not to steal, you tried not to kill, you followed the 10 commandments. What did you lose by following God? But, or, and, and what did you gain? Like, what was really worth it once you, that's the other thing. What, what did you really gain? What was the true gain when you leave this earth and you can't take none of it with you, right? But if you follow God and he is real, you have everything to gain and also everything to lose. Like the, the eternal damnation that comes from a life without God is unexplicable. It's, it's. it's it's not anything that anybody wants to go through but you have everything to gain if you do take a chance on god so i'm asking you just to take a chance to please give it a try because god promises in his word that he will reveal himself to you but you have to knock knock and the door will be open to you you have to take that move and you don't have to do anything that you know there's no spooky stuff there's no certain words that you can say to ever be 
He'll totally forgive. And all you have to do is accept the sacrifice of Jesus. And that's the gospel. That's what the gospel means is the good news of Jesus Christ, that God sent his only begotten son down to this earth to take the to, to be the sacrifice that we couldn't do because sin requires a sacrifice of death. And that is the only way for it to be reconciled. And that's Jesus had to take that place. He was the appropriation for us. So please give it a try. I promise God has, <laughs> God has not let me down yet. And many of my friends, he has not let us down. Um, so I will say this prayer and you can either, you know, repeat it with me or just hold it in your heart. And, and then I'll go into, you know, just blessing the, blessing this this podcast but father lord first and foremost thank you for everything that you have done in my life and right now i want to accept jesus into my heart and that doesn't mean that everything will change and everything will be perfect after this point but it does mean that I will never be alone through the highs and the lows that this life can cause. So please, Father, come into my life, change my heart, show me what it is to know you truly and to love you truly. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. Amen. And um, I also just want to cover this podcast. God, thank you so much for hearts like Rudy's, my God, that are just rooted in Christ, that are rooted in in the gospel that really want this message to come across they believe in artists like myself and other you know local artists that are just trying to get you know our our voices heard and really try to make a change in this world because this world can get so ugly this world can get so ugly my god and you're the only one who can bring reconciliation into all facets of our life god you are the only one you can, you're the only one who can heal our government, God. You're the only one who can heal our household, God. You are the only one that can heal our education system. You are the one that needs to be put first in all, in all platforms so that there can be a true representation of you and that, that, that that's the only way it will be led the right way and done the right way. So, Father, I, I pray for, you know, some sort of, you know, recapturing of you in all facets, God. We love you. We lift you up. Please bless Rudy and his wife. God, cover their hearts, cover their minds. Be with them as they do life together. And um, help us all, God. Help us all stay strong in our convictions. Stay strong because this world wants to take us away and kind of blur the lines of Christianity, God. So I pray for clarity. <laughs> I pray for clarity, my God, that things will be, you know, start to become more clear and that we can um, truly come together as the body of Christ and stop the division even within ourselves, God. And um, we love you. We lift everything up to you. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Man. Thank love you, bro. I love you so much. Um, I love look you, forward man. to doing more stuff with you, working with you more. Um Yes, sir. People can find you on Instagram at Sean underscore Oliveira. It's yes, Sean sir. That is it. Oliveira, S-E-A-N underscore O-L-I-V-E-R-A on Instagram. Ooh, and, on, <laughs> and then on Facebook, it's just Sean Oliveira. And then look for yes. a picture of the most attractive guy you find. That's Sean Oliveira. Just Well, no, that's some other guy. But then the guy next to him who looks really weird, that's the oh, one you want. Okay, that's okay, Sean okay, Oliveira. Okay. 
bro i love love talking to you thank you so much for being on and um yeah man i thank you guys for listening Absolutely. and um, yeah god bless you guys um until, until next, next time. time we're gonna have a part two with sean and hopefully julian comes with us on part two Facts. yes we're gonna need that bro. you take care love you bro god bless god bless man peace